0: this is episode 27 it is march 2023 and uh, here we talk about video marketing to help your nonprofit be seen get funded and be more helpful to people my name is david most nonprofits at some point are going to want to um are going to think about having a video for their website and um Many of you who are listening are uh, probably have already thought about this or have already made one, um, and the usual reason is to tell your story uh, and to use it to raise awareness about your your mission, your programs, your uh, your impact. All of that makes sense. It's fine, but I'd like to suggest uh, a couple more reasons that an introduction video would be even more effective than the goal of raising awareness. So first I'm going to just list the, uh, the reasons in general and then I'm gonna go into each one in more detail. So the first one is an introduction video on your website reduces uncertainty. When someone visits your website looking for something if you've done your audience research and you've made the right video for them, they will watch it, and it will help them make a more confident or a more comfortable or quicker decision to engage with you, whether that's sign-ups, donations, applying for a job, whatever it is. The other reason is body language. We communicate with each other using more than just our words. We use tone, facial expression, Um, body angles and positions, pace, and that makes up the majority of how we convey messages for accuracy, for precision. We don't have that in text-only websites. The third reason is universal design, and what that means is when we're delivering material or content that is meant to communicate, such as websites, brochures, posters, you want it to accommodate as many types of users, many as many types of use cases, and as many types of contexts and situations for absorbing that information. So you don't make just a website for people. You make it for many different devices, many different reader levels, many different um, abilities, and the same goes for video. So let me get into each one in more detail. Back to the first one, reducing uncertainty. The journey that an audience member takes to get to your nonprofit, whether it's the journey to go donate, or the journey to go get help, or the journey to go apply for a job, starts with something. Maybe they saw one of your posters, maybe they saw a social media post, maybe a friend shared info with them. Maybe they googled something and found you in their city. Who knows? But from that point, they take steps to get to you. And no matter what, each step of the process is to reduce uncertainty. So I'll give you an example. I am going to find drop-in childcare so that I can go take night classes. I google it. I find your site. Turns out you're close by in my neighborhood. So I go to your site and I start going through your menus. The cost. Who are the staff? Where are you located? Is there parking? All these questions I have. Every time I have a question or a curiosity, I'm going to go try to look for that on your site. What am I doing? I am trying to find solutions. I'm trying to reduce my... Lack of knowledge, my curiosities, my, my fears, my doubts, and in other words, all of my uncertainties. You already know this in some ways. That's why you have an FAQ. That's why you put yourself on Google Maps and filled out all the information to help your audience, right? Well, here's something that video does to reduce uncertainty even more. It gives you a way of showing up with your human self. We take for granted the efficiency and the ubiquity of text. We can type everything, a thousand words, a minute, and so we use it for everything. We type, 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 words upon words, menus, you name it. We do it all by writing. But actually, humans communicate through voice, through eye contact, through body language. You can reduce uncertainty by a lot, by offering a visual form of yourself. I'm not talking about just photography. I think photography is great. But now we have video. We have smartphones. We have webcams. We don't need big production crews or commercial or Hollywood-style editing. We just need somebody to show up on your website and make an introduction and say, Here's who we are. Here's what we sound like. Here's what the facilities look like. Here's why your information is safe. Uh, here are the other people that joined the program. Often I've seen people would come into the organization with questions from a brochure. What about this? What about that? Um, what days are, are the activities? Uh, you know, Does the government cover a portion of this? Questions, questions, questions. And who solves that at the end of the day? the person at the front desk, or the person that they had an appointment with. And a lot of that had to do with giving warmth and humanity and comfort and interaction. That's what a video can try to add to your website. And because it's so cheap or free and easy these days, why wouldn't you do it? I'll give you a few more examples of how videos reduce uncertainty you are a refugee or immigrant serving organization. As a person of color myself, one of the things I look for, whether I'm conscious of it or not, if I'm about to sign up for something or look for help in something that is deeply personal and 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 possibly um, secret or private, something I really need help with, I want to know that I'm welcome. And one of the first things I look for is any sign or cue that people like me are welcome at this organization. And that becomes obvious when I see videos. And it doesn't even take much. You don't have to say on your website, we welcome all cultures. It just has to be a video of your staff waving for five seconds and I'll see that it's mixed culture. I instantly... In a nanosecond, just know this is the place for me. Okay, so the second point, body language. In communication psychology, I, I don't remember the, the, the stats or the, or the how it was measured, but the majority of an interplay between two people, in order to reduce uncertainty between each other, like say these are two strangers, there's a bit of a dance that happens. And this dance is only a f- a fraction of it is from words. Most of it comes from how we position, how we distance between each other. Are we far away? Are we close? Are we gradually getting farther or closer? We're listening for cues in the tone of voice, in the inflection, in the choice of words. We're scanning each other's eyeballs to see where they're looking around. Are we looking at each other? Or are we looking away? And in different cultures, eye contact means different things. We're looking at how the hands move around. Um, did we start the conversation with a handshake or a hug? Hundreds and hundreds of different body language calculations are being made while we are trying to absorb information. So... I would say text on a website only covers so much. More proof of text not conveying everything is that when I talk to organizations, it comes up in some form or another. Multiple staff have a different perception of what the website is trying to do, and multiple staff have a different understanding of what the text was trying to convey. I'm not saying video is going to come in and save that situation or rescue it. What I'm saying is it's going to give a significant, a substantial amount of uncertainty reduction by adding body language to your website. So, let me paint a picture for you. You go to a website and, worst case scenario, it is outdated, it is wordy, it is slightly robotic... And it says, welcome to ABC Charity. We aim to provide our constituents high-impact solutions to something-something reduction and policies. And You get the idea. Very technical, very jargon, hard to understand. And then you get to, you're like, okay, I still don't really... Get what you're doing, or maybe I don't know. Uh, this isn't. I'm not vibing with this, but I still need the service. Hey, look, there's a video. So you click on it, and it's the executive director, who sounds nothing like the text on the website. She is. She. The first thing she says is, "Hi, I'm so and so. Welcome to ABC Charity. If you are a." A single mom looking for a parent support group or if you are a senior looking for adult day programs you are absolutely welcome to call the person at our front desk Julie she's awesome she's going to uh, answer all of your questions and if she's not there she's uh, you can expect to call back within the day we have three new programs and this is what they are about sign up is very easy it's free okay so you get the idea I see this over and over and over again the moment somebody shows up on camera it warms up the whole experience of the website and this is what I'm talking about going back to uncertainty reduction and now understanding the use of body language so the third and final thing is universal design trying to design marketing content like your website, in a way that is usable for as many people and as many contexts as possible. Now, this is different than the, uh, the world of accessibility. I'm talking about universal design. Your website, if it is text heavy, maybe has a few photos, only serves a portion of the audience. Did you know that? The 10 years that you've been in operation, you've been only serving a particular portion of your of the internet. Here's who you've been serving. People who can read English, people who have devices with a big enough screen to accommodate your wordy website, people who have digital literacy and who understand maybe the most common or typical layouts of websites, and people with a particular academic level of literacy, because... There's a, there's a sort of a spectrum of literacy skills. So who accesses a website like yours? Maybe someone who has the time to sit down and do it. Maybe someone who has maybe more access to internet. Here's who that becomes harder for. The audience that you are excluding by accident. Large portions of the population are mobile-dependent or mobile-only households. So everything they do is on a tiny screen. You've seen websites that just don't function on tiny screens. There's a chance that your website doesn't. Secondly, the population who are less literate, meaning they're not, they didn't fully learn to read or something has uh, limited their ability to read at a certain level. Another group would be people who don't read in English. Sure, they could use Google Translate, but now you're asking them to do three or four more steps. Either put the website link through Google Translate, or copy and paste chunks of it and bring it back to Google Translate. After they've jumped from one site to the next three or four times, their device has crashed, or their internet froze, who knows what. Hurdles, obstacles, and barriers. There are other types of users. A lot of people are taking information on the go. Maybe students are doing everything on their phone on the bus. Maybe immigrants and refugees are sharing one phone among all family members and don't have a lot of time to browse a website. So if they see a video that quickly explains everything, Even better, in their own language, they will share it amongst each other. They'll pass the phone around. Um, I think you get the idea. Universal design. If you can make a video for cheap or for free, why wouldn't you offer more ways to get your information? It does not complicate your website. It offers more ways, more options. That is universal design, and in some ways, more accessible. Now, just remember, accessibility is its own topic. So, to summarize, a video does more than just raise awareness among the general public. It reduces uncertainty when people are trying to find solutions and make decisions. Move people through your website a little bit quicker and with more confidence so that they can act. This should be your top priority when it comes to donations. Secondly, body language makes up the majority of our human interaction. Add video to your website to have some body language. And finally, universal design. You want as many options as possible for people to get your information in the way that they need. I'm going to end this with an analogy. You could have a bunch of activities to raise awareness about your restaurant, to the general public, to cars passing by. But don't forget there are people on the sidewalk already looking at or noticing your restaurant. They're peeking in the window, they're looking at your opening hours, they're looking at the menu that you've attached to your door. Those people are already there. So you might think, oh, if they're already there, will I still have to make a video to keep raising awareness on, on the streets, on the highways? You're a little bit right, but you don't actually fully have the attention of people who are sniffing around your restaurant door. You can add one more element to help them get in the door and finally order food. And that person might be a greeter or a host at the door to answer questions in your case that's a website video the human being that is there to drastically reduce uncertainty that's episode 27 thank you for listening uh if you want to follow me on linkedin and say hi um that is where i hang out my name is david Fu phu just search my name and uh My website is nonprofitvideocoms.ca if you want to check out nonprofit video production, marketing training, and uh, some upcoming courses and free resources. Thanks. See you next week.